Cheers. Cheers. And welcome to episode 15 of Champagne and Queso. Uh, Champagne and Queso is a lifestyle podcast that features everything from food, drink, music, fashion, wellness, and of course, Champagne and Queso. That's right. I'm your co-host, Lindsay Lawler. And I'm Carla Antonelli. And this is episode 15, and we haven't recorded in a while. Um, you have been traveling all over God's Earth. So have you. And it was holidays, and we've had some, we've had a lot going on in yeah, life. There's a lot happening, so we had to press pause for a hot minute. Press pause, now we're back. <laughs> but we're back! Better than ever. <laughs> now we've got lots to say, and also nothing to say at the same time. Exactly. Today we're going to do a pop culture episode, mainly um, because we're obsessed with The Bachelor, and... Well, here's the thing. Talk to me. I do spend more time in my car than normal lately. Yes. And I've got Sirius XM, and I mean, I don't know what I did before then. I guess I carried around, like, you know, hundreds of CDs. <laughs> like, CDs. I don't know what I did, right? But I listened to, um, the you know, like, Andy Cohen, like, Bra- Bravo Andy's channel, and uh, Entertainment Weekly, like, nonstop, and they're kind of like my NPR. Perfect. So, <laughs> I real, get... Real late-breaking news. I get, like, all my news from there. Love it. <laughs> well, quite frankly, these days, I prefer that to be your news. I mean... Yeah, it's a lot happier. Than what we actually It's a lot have. happier than, like, reality. So, And we guys, are both really obsessed with The Bachelor. We are obsessed with The Bachelor. And funny enough, my husband is obsessed with The Bachelor. It's my favorite thing in the world. My husband leaves the house, gets in his car, travels to another planet if I have The Bachelor on. You, on the other hand, your husband, Big Don, is so in it. He calls it, excuse us, when whores attack. <laughs> and he thinks that's really funny. You know, it's really been our thing. We never... Well, I think it actually started right when we moved here, and um, because we had no friends, <laughs> there was really nothing else to do, and we um, started watching The Bachelor, and it just became like our source of entertainment because we basically just make fun of it the whole time. It's great, and uh, yeah, it's makes us feel better about ourselves <laughs> a little bit. I love though that when I travel on Mondays, if it's on, like he won't watch it because he wants to wait so that we can watch it together. It's really special because actually our commentary is really. The best part. It's basically, of it. y'all's form of romance. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Watching, like, and fast forwarding through kissing scenes because it freaks you out. Definitely fast forward through <laughs> the kissing scenes. 100%. It. it makes me really happy. <laughs> um, well, and also, this season, so we have this coming Monday is the, as you put put it, 14 hour finale. <laughs> yes. Um, it's the three hour finale I mean, this Monday, two hours of the, ro- of the final episode, and one hour after the rose where the new couple, if there is one, is together. Interestingly enough, you have have kind of a past with The Bachelor. <laughs> well. A sorted past, if you No, will. it's hardly sorted. <laughs> so, strangely, when I worked um, at the Indianapolis... I used to work at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and Ari Leyendijk, who's the current Bachelor, his father, also Ari Leyendijk Sr., was a really popular race car driver. I think he won the Indianapolis 500 two times. I mean, really a big deal. Um, and so Ari Jr. would be, like, hanging out in the garage area, like, with a bunch of, of the other, like, race car driver kids. So he was probably, like, I don't know, 14 or 15. 
maybe a little younger when I was there, but um, just a little bit younger. Yeah, than you. but the, I just always remember there was just like this group of kids that played like street hockey in the garage area of the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and he was one of those kids. So that's my. Uh, At the time, did you ever think that he would be <laughs> our current season fifteen bachelor? No, no, and it's strange to see like his dad on there, and I think Robbie Gordon was on an episode. He was also uh, a former Indy car driver who um, I got to work with a little bit, and so it was kind of fun. I love that. Well, quick thoughts then about Ari, because I, I this is going to be kind of like a non-compliment to him and also a compliment to him at the time. I think he's, unfortunately, I think this season is a little boring and he's kind of a boring bachelor, but that's also a like huge compliment to his character. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's I mean? just like genuinely a nice guy. He seems like a really nice and guy. Sometimes just nice comes off as boring. But Gosh. I like that about him because he just seems like he's just like a genuinely nice person. He does. But and most of the girls have seemed pretty, for the most part, pretty nice as well. Like down to his top four, he had, now now we're down to two. But when he got down to the top four, he had, I know you don't know their names. You come up with your own names for them. I don't know any of their names. I'm actually sitting here with the cast up because, and even now I still know, they all look the same to me. I don't know what any of their names are, but continue. <laughs> well, we came down, our, he came down to his top four. He had Tia, the girl from Arkansas, who I really liked. She was oh, funky. Wiener girl. Wiener girl. I call her Wiener girl. Wiener girl. She's from Wiener, Arkansas. <laughs> and on her first date. I really date, liked her. I liked her too. On the first impression, first night, she brought him a tiny wiener and said, I hope you don't have one of these already. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't even, I'm like. I wasn't sure how I felt about her at that particular moment. Correct. But. I'm embarrassed saying that out loud. She kind of grew, she grew on me. She grew on me. And I think she's cute and spunky. So we had Tia and then he had um, Taxidermist Girl who was. Yeah, I just call her Taxidermist. taxidermist. I don't know her real name. Her real name is Kendall. Oh. And she was eliminated last week. She does taxidermy, and actually, in the very beginning, you thought she was going to be completely weird and like that she was going to be the standout, like quirky, goofy girl. And she was, but she got down to top three, and it actually seems like a super nice girl. My issue with her is that the, and we were texting about this last week, is that she keeps saying, like, down to the end, that she doesn't know if she's ready for marriage or a serious relationship, right. but she's on the bachelor. I'm sorry. I mean, we're like 15 episodes into the bat or seasons, seasons in, right. so I had a big problem with that. Yeah. I mean, how do you go on that show and be like, oh, I don't know if they want to be married. I mean, that's the whole right. point. Right. And then if I'm Tia, who got let go the week prior. Who was there 100% to get married. Who 100% was into him and wanted to get married. If I'm watching this show back, I am not happy. Pissed that she <laughs> took your spot. Yeah. Yeah, Totally. Um, okay, so now I he's think down he to, just wanted to bed her. Yes. Which is Don, which is my husband's theory as well. He's Don like, he thought just, that he wanted he to. He just wants to sleep with her. He wants to bed the quirky girl <laughs> and just like see. Because she does, every time they kiss, if you'll notice, she grabs the back yeah. of his head like she's I mean, probably feisty in bed. Mm hmm. And she's a taxidermist, so I she's mean, rough and like, violent. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with that. Let's go with that. Our bottom two that we're down to now are. Lauren, who is hot blonde, as you say. Yes, hot blonde. Hot blonde from Dallas. I think she's incredibly boring. She couldn't be more boring, but probably also, maybe that's good, a testament to her character. She seems like a very nice girl, nice maybe family. That's it. But yes, yeah, what's her name again? Lauren I just, B. Okay. I believe. Hot blonde. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we've got her, and then we've got Becca. Oh, the Minnesotan. So we're down to those two. Last week, here's what I want to talk about, because last week was fantasy suite. 
And he did this, first of all, he did the same thing for all three girls with like the hidden invitation under the dinner plate that he pulls out like, oh, no one knows this is coming. Yeah, that was really cheesy. Super cheesy. Um, They all say yes, of course. So Kendall, first of all, I always love to see, my favorite on the fantasy suite is the day after when they wake up to see, because that's pretty telling how they're acting. 100%. (laughs) How they're acting the next day, which is, I mean, you have to assume that they've done whatever they've done the night before. But I also, I always like to play the game. Do they sleep together or not? 100% Kendall did, because I don't know if you saw or not. He said to her, (laughs) he said to her, while they're sitting there eating their eggs that he made her. So he says to her that next morning, he said, so how are you feeling today? Like, not just physically, but emotionally. Did you Yes, yes, yes. But there was also another moment where she just, like, had, not an eye roll, but she had, like, a funny expression that the camera caught, and, and Don and I just burst out laughing. So we're like, they 100% slept together. Yeah, 100%. Like, without a doubt. Weird, that it? Well, it's all so awkward. Can you imagine, like, your first night after being with somebody intimately and then there's cameras there like to capture these first moments and the thing I always crack up about with this show is everything well (laughs) all of it but how they're so like invested and in love and it's like been six weeks if yeah and you've really only been on like three dates with them right because there's like 37 girls and half of those other people were there (laughs) (laughs) right so your second date, there were also nine other people on it with you. Right. But it's fine. So, yeah, so that was Kendall's date. I love that he said, how are you feeling, both emotionally and physically. So that was just weird. And then, so then we go to fantasy date number two, fantasy suite number two, and it's with Hot Blonde, Lauren from Dallas. And he tells her he loves her. And my problem with this, which I know you had as well, he finally tells her because she is so, I'm not, I don't know if this is why he tells her, but she is so in her head and driving me insane that she's all she can talk about, all she can talk about in their time together is how worried she is because there's other girls around in his relationship. Once again, right. in season 15. This is why you're here. I mean. Google the premise of the show. Right. You can't tell me you've never watched it and you don't know what happens. It's really frustrating. Oh, Don and I were cracking up. We're like, well, we hope she doesn't watch this back and hear him tell the other two girls that he loves them because... No. Well, he didn't tell Kendall. Oh, he didn't? Oh. He didn't tell Kendall. Even more but reason why he just wanted to sleep with her. 100%. 100%. But, I mean, you've got to think about... So then, that's forward. So then on to Becca, who he also told he loved her. Yeah, can you imagine when and if he does end up marrying or proposing to either of these girls... They're going to know that he was in love with two people. I don't... But I feel like that happens literally in every Bachelor. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it does. And I guess They're you know that going apparently this. more in love, and that's air quotes. I love you. I'm so in love with <laughs> you. So I'm just a little more, more in love with, with this other person. That's a good proposal. I want to spend the rest of my life with you a little more than her. <laughs> Will that's, you? That's exactly the show. That's basically what it is. <laughs> I'm going to make new Bachelor t-shirts. It's such that. great television. That's the best thing in the world. <laughs> best thing in the world. What I found so funny with Becca, Minnesota Becca, is that um, we didn't see very much. She got the first date in the very beginning where he bought her like the that's clothes right. and jewelry. Oh, that's right. So she could end up being his first and last date, which yeah. is cool. But we didn't really see much of her throughout the season, and I don't feel like knew really much about her. She was just kind of the... 
really nice kind of normal girl girl next door. Which I think is why we didn't see that much about her Probably. because we had like crazy trains that were still around. Right. And producers edited it so it was, she was the Yeah. The you know, the dark horse coming in last. But but then I was so shocked because I had in my head for sure he was with wanted to be with Hot Blonde, Lauren B. And then all of a sudden on fantasy date he says to Minnesota Becca I would, uh, he wanted to like propose to her right then and there. I was yeah. shocked. That yeah. totally threw me. That threw, that, that threw me a little bit too. And I think it threw Dawn also. Cause we, I mean, he's been thinking like hot blonde the whole time. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. From like way back. Yeah. Yeah. I was very shocked with that. All right. So let's talk about, because, and I, I love some of the things you said last week when we were texting. Fantasy day with Becca. Redneck boyfriend shows up. Oh my God. The worst. I'm sorry. But that is the worst staged ex-boyfriend situation ever. I mean, halfway makes you question, A, we knew, as you and I discussed, that producers had to have flown this guy. Yeah, there's no way that that guy, who is, they had not been together for like a year, I think. I mean, I think that was said during the show. But there's no way he found her, flew to Peru, was all like dressed in his like hipster linen (laughs) with this freshly done haircut. There's no way. No, there's no way. And that's the part that I didn't... That was not think. planned. There's no way. Well, that's the part I never thought about. It's you who made me think about that. You're like, clearly they've outfitted this guy. I like, mean, he did not pick that suit with those fabulous... With those shoes, shoes. Which they kept focusing on because it was like a product placement. Clearly. <laughs> but I didn't think about that, of course, until you stepped in. My fashion guru. Carl's like, well, clearly... <laughs> No. Just <laughs> take your new suit and your new haircut and, like, hop the next plane to Peru and beat it. I'd be so mad if I was Ari, though. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, in that moment, I'd be so angry with the producers that they forced the drama to happen. Or And even, let's say, even if they didn't stage it, which they did. Had to have staged it. They There's had just to. no way. But even if not that they let it happen, period. It was, and of course, they love it for good TV. But you're down, like, if that was earlier in the season, maybe, but you're down to two. You're down to... Now you're messing with somebody's future. Yeah. And, and she was clearly uncomfortable, like, to the point where she was, like, you could tell she was very upset. And, like, yeah. weirdly, like, why is, almost more shocked, like, why is this going on? Yeah. Like, you could tell she definitely not had really, nor did she want to have conversation with him. Yeah. And was this could potentially ruin her yeah. proposal. Yeah. And she kept saying to the redneck ex-boyfriend... And don't get me wrong, I love me a redneck, but she kept saying, this is so you, which I, I wanted to read into more, like, what that meant, and obviously they're, and he's, he was a pretty boy, you know, so it must have been something in their relationship, because they were together seven years, yeah, they said. Yeah, So two things, A, they were together seven years, and she kept saying, this is so you, so maybe he was the attention hog in the relationship, or selfish, or whatever. Yeah, Read into yeah. how you want. But then also that he would... They've been broken up for a year, and then now, as her, like, last day on the show, now he's going to yeah, show up. Yeah, and now he's decided he's going to profess his undying love for her. Like... 15 minutes of fame. It was... Yeah. It was bad. It was, it was really bad. And I would be really mad if I was Ari, because I just think that was really kind of a shitty thing to do. Yeah, it was. It was <laughs> Honestly. All right, so this coming week, um, we do home t- his hometown, and hot blonde Lauren... And Minnesota Becca, with the redneck ex-boyfriend, get to go and meet Ari's family. Any predictions for what happens? I don't think he ends up with either of them. Well, because I 
I tend to agree with you because I want to talk about Women Tell All in a minute, but because of Women Tell and All. And I have not read any of the spoilers. There's I'm not a either. bunch of spoilers on those interwebs, and I'm not reading them. I'm not either. I'm sorry. I want to genuinely sit through those 14 hours. Yes. <laughs> and just soak it all in. Yes, all of it. But Caroline, who was the realtor from Florida. Oh, yes, realtor. Yeah. Sometimes I just know them by whatever they say their professions are. Realtor from Florida. Got it. She also wore a tube top with a sports jacket over it for a woman tell all. So yes. I'll just leave you with that. She did. I mean, she looked she, great, but. Yeah. Um, she made a comment, which was super weird and also probably yeah. uncalled for. She got really aggressive. She got super aggressive on a lot of fronts. But then she said to Ari when he was up on the couch, I know what you did, and I thought you came here to look for a wife, so I can't believe you did that. And he just calmly, like, shook his head, and he said, I think that'll play out. I've, like, memorized this, apparently. Um, <laughs> you have. And he said, I think that will play out in the next coming weeks. But I thought you were looking for a wife, and I know what you did. I mean, to me, that sounds like there's no proposal. That's what it sounds, end up with anyone. Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me, too. Which I would think producers would be mad at that. I if just, that is what happens. I just feel that. like he's so... I don't I don't know. There, I just get this vibe that I just feel like he's just not going to end up with either one of them. Like, clearly something's going to happen because there's some dramatic moment where someone's, like, sobbing in a, in a room somewhere. This is the most dramatic rose ceremony ever. ever. Quote. <laughs> I mean, that is a direct quote from Chris Harrison. Well, and I believe Chris Harrison. I mean, made a hell of a living out of he this. He certainly so. has. I think he likes them both. But maybe not enough to marry one of them. That's what I think. He seemed genuinely concerned about potentially dealing with ex-boyfriend down the line. Yeah, that kind of, that messed that up a little bit, for Which sure. I get. I mean, he, I mean, he said multiple times, you guys have seven years of history. I can't compete with that, yeah. at least right now. And that's fair. I mean, that's true. That's And she didn't, or at least they didn't show us enough of her really convincing him that ex-boyfriend was not an yeah. issue, I felt like, you know? Yeah, at least the way they showed it, it didn't, right. yeah. Rightfully so. So, I feel like that he likes Becca more, but he's scared he's going to get his heart broken down the line, so therefore, he bails. Yeah, and Hot Blonde just may not have a personality in the end. Right. I mean, so there's that. Right. So we'll see. I'm I mean, gonna... I hope she's a lovely girl and really is just being very guarded on the show, but there's a part of me that feels like every time they show her, she is like just dead in the eyes so i don't have high hopes for that probably not (laughs) dead to the world she's a little cold okay so i have a theory talk to me and i'm wondering if you think the same there's always like the crazy train person who goes like maybe two to three episodes too far correct in the whole process like every season this time it was crystal this time it was crystal for sure that one's name i did remember (laughs) how can you not And I just feel like every single time, like that last rose, for the past, I can't even tell you how many Bachelor seasons, I feel like it's always the crazy person that gets the last rose in the rose ceremony. And I feel like that's the one that maybe the the Bachelor doesn't want to pick, or even the Bachelorette, because it happens on the Bachelorette too with crazy dudes. Right, for sure. It's like the most like controversial or crazy one gets picked last, and I feel like that's like a production thing. I I would back up Am I like theory. totally like bunking the bachelor and then like No, because <laughs> no, not at all. I think we I mean that's got to be true because 
Right. Like I'm like, said, no one can possibly be like, I want to date that chick. Yeah. She's clearly crazy. That person that's going to cut me in my sleep. Yeah. Let's see how let's this turns out. Let's keep her around for let's three keep... more, three more ceremonies. Yeah. Which granted could maybe be three more days. Well, I would, I would venture to guess that the bachelor or bachelorette is getting paid maybe some extra dollars to, mm, I mean, I don't point. know, but don't know, here's but... it. Here's an extra 25 grand each episode if you'll keep Crazy Trey around. <laughs> she might kill you, but, you know. You know, I think it is because I watched the first season of Unreal, which is like a reality. I it's a, it. it's, it's not docudrama. really a drama. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is like a docudrama. Scripted, right? it's a but scri- a spoof. It's a, yes, it's a scripted spoof on a bachelor, bachelor-esque kind of a show. Like the behind-the-scenes production. I yeah, guess. but it's fake, but it is, it is a behind-the-scenes production. And I think it's so calculated, on, and I've only, it's, that show actually has three seasons. I've only watched the first season, but it's so calculated on the back end that I, on that show that I think it made me think about the real show. Yeah, probably. And like, oh my gosh, all this stuff I think is just they're like, they're so they're li- lifting the veil. Unfortunately, <laughs> I think on a lot of the behind the scenes of the quote unquote real, real show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to watch it. That's on Lifetime for any of y'all that know. It's in yeah. the queue. And I think you can watch it. You can watch it on Hulu. On, on season Hulu. One yeah, and two on, on Hulu, Hulu and uh, season three on demand now. Let's hit really quickly on Women Tell All. We've already talked about Caroline and her statement. C- Crazy Crystal. I mean, they wow. Everybody put her in her place very they well. They did. Even Ari put her in her place. Really and well. I was really, like, that was probably one of the most amazing moments of that whole show. Was she him was, being like, I watched this back and, like, you are a terrible human being. Yes. Um, and like, <laughs> I mean, that's no not apologies. what he said, but really validated, like, everything that the girls had really kind of been telling him kind of all along, like, stuff she was mm-hmm. doing, but she was, she, but then, of course, she, like, turned it all about how her homeless brother, I don't mean to make light of the situation. Yeah, not at because all. Because that is a terrible thing, but it's like she just turned it around to be, like, how her homeless brother now yeah, she goes through, hard, like, so. a 10-minute reprimanding, and it's clearly nothing she says is, is winning. Everybody's stomping on everything she says, and rightfully so. And then she ends, her last comment is that her homeless brother, because of watching her on the show, is now not homeless anymore. Okay, listen, I, I'm so glad he's not homeless any longer. Me too. I hate that he ever yeah. was. Yeah. Never want anyone to struggle with that. But she clearly used this random 15 minutes of fame... And, and used her, her brother yeah, to, to well, make herself I, look better in the end. Yeah, cause I just, and that's the thing. I just if she, if she was a more genuine person, I wouldn't have such a flippant reaction to that. But Correct. it's because she was a complete nightmare. And then... And the voice I thing. I mean, a nightmare. Oh, my gosh, the voice thing. <laughs> what in the world? I love that they called her out about her voice. So she talks, so you all know, on the whole, the whole season, this, she'd say... Hi. Hi. It's I don't so, know. I just want a baby talk. Oh. Yeah, it was really And then nice. on the show, on the Women Tell All, she was talking normal. She was talking just like we're talking right now. Totally normal. So somebody called her out on it and said, why Why was your voice so high-pitched during the, the taping and now you're talking normal? What happened? And she goes, oh, well, you know, when I get stressed and really tired, I lost my voice. So I lost my voice for the whole show, which doesn't even make sense because she had... She had a voice, clearly, clearly, and it was this baby talk. They asked her to do it, too, and she goes, hi. She's like, I she don't goes. know. She's like, I don't know if I can do it. 
And then she like paused and went, hey. Hey. And oh. So she knows. I was like, I think I texted Lindsay. I think I texted you that I wanted to throw a puncher. You wanted to tear your ears off. <laughs> I know that for sure. <laughs> and then so they brought up, brought up Becca M. I think it was the 22-year-old with the short hair and nanny. Oh, that child. And she was 22. She did, you know, have some mature comments and seem wise, I guess, for her years. But at the same time, I, it wasn't to me that she was acting immature. I mean, 22 and 36, like, you're just... You're different places. Not that it can't no, work. No, you but. totally are. And he had an issue with it. I mean, you could tell. I mean, he said, he's like, I've already been... He made a comment in some earlier episodes where he t- said, you know, I've already done all of that. Like, I'm 36. Yeah. Which, me, I appreciate, right? It's like how we all were when we were 22 to 30, to, probably, right? To last so, week. So, last of all, we won't talk about last weekend. Was That's more wine. <laughs> You know, but he's right. It is very different. And he was concerned around the fact that she hadn't had all those experiences yet, necessarily. And it'd be one thing. I know plenty of people that got married at 22 out of college. It'd be, it's not really just the age. If she was flaming, you know, like throwing her flag up there saying, no, I'm I'm here because I want to get married. I'm ready to get married. And that would be when I'm ready to have a baby, which he is. That would be different. But she was... A, young and inexperienced, and B, also saying, I don't know if I'm ready. So it was like the combination of yeah. the two. Why I, were there all these girls on the show that were not, not ready, ready for, commitment? for commitment? I'm sorry. I don't know. I I mean... It's like the redneck boyfriend that showed up and said, I didn't realize this ended in a proposal. Like, I don't care if you watch the show or not. You know what The Bachelor is, and you know they're there to quote-unquote find love. I mean, come on, How do you people. not know these things? I don't know. It stresses me out. Okay. Oh, and also, can we talk about how Becca was missing the the kid, the child? Becca That's another was, thing. You're so mature, yet now you've, like, gone off to a mountain retreat. A weed farm. A weed farm, A sorry. weed farm for two you weeks. You went to your weed farm for two weeks and had no cell service, and well, your mom put a she missing had to, person's report listen, out. Listen, she had to relax and decompress after traveling the world and drinking. She needed a break. Oh, my God, break. they get the best trips out of this situation. Yeah. And she was like, I needed a break. So I went up to a weed farm in Minnesota. After no, she's in Northern world. California. Or wherever she was. <laughs> I don't think that's legal in Minnesota. Probably not. <laughs> she was somewhere smoking weed oh. after she had spent weeks traveling the globe. After she had spent four weeks traveling the globe. Drinking champagne. I'm sorry, Becca. You're not ready for me. Oh, my God. Okay, so in conclusion. Okay. I want to do predictions of who the new bachelor will be. Is it somebody we already know? Somebody completely off the chart? What do you th- I have who I'd like it to be. Well, I'd like it to be Tia. Me too. I just think she Cheers would be to great. Tia. Cheers to Tia. I want it to be Tia. Um, I mean, I just think she would be great. I, I mean, I really grew to love her on I did that too. show. I think she's adorable. She's got some spunk. She's super smart. Like, she's, she's like a physical therapist. She's a physical or- therapist. She's comes from, I mean, her family was, you know, a little... Redneck off the beaten path seems super nice, They were nice, so though. sweet, though. So sweet. I bet her dad's looking up Ari on the Google. He can find him on the Google. <laughs> he told him. That was the best hometown visit. I love her. I, I love really her like her a lot. Yeah, I think they're super sweet. And She'd she seems fun. like she's obviously wants to find love. And she's good friends with Raven. Yeah. They're from the same town. Well, because I actually kind of wanted to call her Raven through about half the show. They're very similar. They sound the same. Their voices are the same. It's Raven the same could accent. be. Raven would be a good Raven would be a good well. one, too. Mm-hmm. 
She would. I liked her a whole lot, too. I, she okay. was the last season. So I'm pulling for that. Raven or Tia. Tia, yeah. Any girl from Wiener's good mother. I know. Me, too. I mean, agreed. All right. So feel free to let us know. The Bachelor airs tonight. It's the three-hour season finale, two hours of the final rose, and then an hour of after the final rose. So check that out on ABC tonight. And um, let us know who you think the new Bachelorette will be. Tag us on Facebook. Okay, so, segue. Did you watch Bachelor Winter Games? So I've only watched one episode, and it was the one where they had the kissing contest, which stressed me out. (laughs) Which, that's, Don and I fast-forwarded through, like, that entire section. Because it was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Very, very, very. So, the premise of Winter Games was that it aired for two weeks during the actual Olympics, during the Winter Olympics. Was it over? Yeah, it's done. Okay. It was just, it was just happening through the Winter Olympics. So I think it was just like four episodes. Okay. Like four, two hours, two long episodes. And so the Bachelor franchise is international now, which I guess I never really thought about that, but that makes total sense. Yep. And now I want to like watch all of the Bachelors Uh in other countries and I've been like... Can we on demand like Bachelor no, Australia? No, and I've been already trying to like find them on YouTube, and I mean I gotta do some more digging, but we'll yeah. figure this out because I now start I'm Australia. now I'm like super intrigued. But they're they are truly international, so they had a mix of Bachelor, of like Bachelor, like Bibiana was on from mm-hmm. this season of The Bachelor, and the one girl, quote unquote, virgin who's on everything. Oh yeah, the virgin who's on everything. I'm pretty sure isn't a virgin anymore. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> um, she was on, and then... She's the virgin that hasn't been a virgin in five uh, Yeah, years. that's what I think. But it was funny. So, she's... There were, like, bachelors from Canada. There were there were contestants from, like, Japan. There, I mean, truly, like, oh, Australia, okay. New Zealand. They were the funniest. Like, the most fun. Like, you could tell that they just were, like, throw-down party. Had a good time. But what was awkward about it was... They actually made them compete in winter sports, which is pretty dangerous if really you hard. don't know how to ski or ice skate, which is mainly they what they were like doing. They had them, like, skiing and doing... They, yes, they were skiing. I can't remember if they were skiing or snowboarding. I think they were skiing. Oh, my God. I think they were skiing because two... There were, like, two... One girl was a snowboard instructor, but she actually struggled on skis. And... <laughs> but, but the majority of them had... Zero experience. It's a little different than The Bachelor when we're doing, like, the egg toss. Like, and, like... Yeah. No, they had them actually compete. They would, like, do a version of, like, a winter sport. Well, that's terrifying. Yeah. So, I missed the speed skating one. So, they did one of those, which I don't really know how that happened. And then the last one was ice dancing. Because what ended up happening was... I mean, I think if you saw the first one, like, they coupled off relatively quickly. And then it was kind of like... there was So, in a, that regard, it's like Bachelor in Paradise. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, it really was, like, the Winter Olympics version of Bachelor in Paradise. Okay. So, people got kicked off every week. And, like, they, they decided that, like, their relationship just wasn't going to move further. Like, they both went home. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> or they, like, broke their neck. Right. Oh on... The ski jump, literally. I'm guessing they had a little higher insurance policy on this. Oh my god, they had to have. I mean, it was terrifying. Because, like, couldn't even ice, like, two of them could ice skate. Like, it was rough. And they had to do a whole ice dance routine. Oh my god, that's terrifying. The boy had to lift the girl up. 
Well, the good slash bad news about this is they can't do that again for at least another four years. Or or two years that they decide to do a summer. Right. Which, to me, I'm like, summer might make more sense. Like, you could swim, you could... I mean, there's, like, some sports that might not... You could run. You could run. We could not do. There may be some sports that aren't so life threatening. Exactly. Life threatening. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the Bachelor Winter Games? Let us know if you did. You probably didn't. You probably (laughs) did. You're probably you probably stopped listening by now. Right. You're like no. Um, So we want to quickly talk Oscars and our recap here, but right before that, we need to hit on a a really weird pop news situation that came up this week. (laughs) That we both saw, I saw on Good Morning America, you saw on Today's Show, Babs, Barbara Streisand. What's happening? She cloned her dog. So Babs cloned Not her Not once, dog. but twice. One dog, right? One dog, two times. One dog, two times she cloned. I mean, I don't like know. A, a Maltese or something? I, it's a breed that I'm actually looking at the New York Times article right now. <laughs> and it's a breed... I'm not familiar with Coton de Tulier. Ooh, fancy. I don't know. I'm butchering that French name, but I don't... It looks a bit like a Maltese. Like a bigger Maltese, because Maltese tend to be a little smaller. She had this dog for 14 years, loved this dog, couldn't bear with the idea of, of not living with this dog, so cloned it. Listen, I, I, I get it. We all have I mean, to deal with a lot... We are huge dog lovers, pug lovers. We all have to deal with the loss of our dogs, which is terrible. But I've got, well, I've got multiple issues. First of all, I heard it was something like $50,000. Yeah, apparently it's $50,000 a dog. I mean... So she spent a hundred grand. Do you know how many dogs you could rescue with that money? I mean, I... Yeah, I've got a lot of problems with this, honestly. You could rescue a hundred thousand dogs or more with that money. I, I just mean, have a hard while time. it's intriguing from a science perspective... Sure. <laughs> ...that we're able to do that, it's also a little terrifying. Creepy. There's just so many dogs out there and so many animals that need good homes. And Lindsay and I both have rescue dogs. And so we're pretty passionate about that. And it's... I have a very hard time. I have a really hard time with this. I love Babs. If you saw that story, let us know how you feel about it. We were both a little like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, this is... Yeah. This is just insane. But it felt like it was worth mentioning because it's so off the wall that I can't even believe that it's a story that, like, every major news outlet is Everyone's covering it. And, by the way, it is in the science section of the New York Times. Perfect. Not entertainment. (laughs) Science. Okay. That's what we're dealing with now. All right. So, we want to hit the Oscars are, well, we're recording this a few days before, so you know. The Oscars were, per this, when this is airing today, the Oscars were yesterday, so, we don't know what's happening yet, but we do want to do a quick hit on it. Because I have to admit, I know nothing about what's going on. You're going to have to even tell me the movie. So, so, what's funny is, I mean, I, I love the Oscars, obviously. I love the red carpet, and I'm super interested. Is that why you love the Oscars? Because of the fashion? Well, I do love movies, too. <laughs> I mean, I do love the whole premise behind it. I've gotten so, as a musician, I love Grammys, but Grammys, to me, are hard to watch now because... I feel like people just don't care about what they look like. They're trying to just be sometimes weird for the sake of being weird. And yeah. at least I love that Oscars is still a throwback. It's still respectful for the most part. Yeah, that's why I like Fashion it Fashion and classic. Mm-hmm. And well, and it is still like a true award show. Like the Grammys yeah. I get upset with because it's like all performances and all the awards that I want to see, they don't even really award right. during the broadcast anymore. Right. So it's really just like a two-hour It's like the Grammys start and they're like, we already did everything. Prior. Yeah, we did everything three days ago. Here's two hours worth of performances. Like it's, 
I'm kind of yeah. over that. So the Oscars is still to me like that tried and true mm-hmm. like, and it's this is its ninetieth year, which is kind of exciting. Wow. And I have to admit, I've not seen. I've, I this is actually a year where I've wanted to see like every movie that is nominated, and I have seen one. <laughs> um, and I wasn't even that big of a fan of it, and it is like a huge favorite. Okay, and so not, I even not know. a favorite to win, but just like a. a Lots of buzz around um, that movie, Get Out. Oh, I'm dying to see that. Our Best Picture nominees are Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, which is Winston Churchill, mm-hmm. uh, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, which I've been dying to see. I think it's still at the Belcourt. Um, Phantom Thread, which is like a fashion movie. Um, the Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. And Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, which I'm completely intrigued by because I love Francis Frances Dorman, but it also looks like just a really weird movie. I kind of feel like that's going to go to The Shape of Water just because everyone's been talking about yeah. the buzz behind this movie and Guillermo del Toro, who was one of the producers on it. And it's basically this movie about this... I mean, I'm really going to dumb this down. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I'm excited. It's like this woman falls in love with like a sea creature or something. So can't say that I was really like super excited about that one. Did I say the post? I don't I don't know if I said the post. I actually really wanted to see that movie. I did too. Um, I've not seen one of the nominees, i got to tell you. I, I don't go to the movie alone. The only time I go to the... I've never been to a movie by myself, ever Oh my, my gosh, I love going to the movies by myself. I've never done it in my life. So I'm, I'm an only child, so I think I like doing things by myself. I don't... I, I do very little by myself. But the only person I've ever... Seamus and I, my husband and I, go to the movie together. And I... Not for any other reason. I just... He's just the person I go to movies yeah. with. Yeah. And he's been traveling a lot. So, well, we I just have. don't have so, a whole lot of time to go. And we like to yeah. go to matinees. Like, Don and I don't like to go, like, at night and, no. you know, and, and, like, deal with all that. But we just haven't gone. I mean, we just, it's it's really a bummer. Yeah. And I can walk to the Belcourt, which is our, um, like, arts theater uh, here in Nashville, which is an absolutely amazing, amazing theater. And it's two blocks from my house. And I'm a member, but. <laughs> Not been. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, so we think that we're going to go. I don't know. I'm going to go shape of water. What I'm, do you think? I'm going to do that too because that's the what you said, and I don't know any other movies. <laughs> well, that's not going to make this very fun. Okay, well, no, I'm okay, going to well, say get out. And only because I really like. Is it Key or Peel? <laughs> I love Key and Peel, and one of them is the director on that. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? I love the comedians Kim Peel and one of the oh, this yeah. is like breakout film. Yeah, yeah. I'm so bad that I don't know which is which. Jordan Peel is a producer. Thank you. Yeah. Um he's a producer. So I'm gonna go with Get Out just because of that. You guys, it's a it's You saw it? It's yeah. That's the one movie that I've seen and I'm dying to see it. It was interesting and I'm not gonna since you haven't seen it, I'm not gonna like give anything away about it, but I just I have a really bad habit of, like, figuring things out early in a movie. And, and then I'm like, meh. And that's what happened to me. And then I was, like, really upset that I did figure it out. And I wasn't super happy with the ending. Like... I have a really so, bad habit of never figuring anything out ever. <laughs> well... So, it's so probably right up my alley. I heard an interview today on Entertainment Weekly on Sirius XM. Slash or NPR. Slash NPR. With uh, the actor like the lead actor who was in that movie and to hear him talk about it it seems like I think maybe having seen that movie in the theater 
and having like the audience reactions to some of the scenes and things that were happening would have made that movie a lot more impactful versus me like watching it on my iPad in the kitchen while I was making Sunday vegetables. So let me oh, just put that into context how of how I watched it. The performances in it are really fantastic. But I'm dying to see it, so yeah. I'm going so to watch, watch that tonight. You should watch that one because it is on, I think it's on Netflix. Okay, I will find it. All right, well, that, that will be our prediction. So actor in a leading role, we have, well, it's Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya is the main actor from Get Out. Mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet for Call Me By Your Name. Daniel Day-Lewis for Phantom Thread. Gary Oldman for Darkest Hour. And Denzel Washington for Roman J. Israel Esquire. Oh, I'm going with Gary Oldman. Yeah. I mean, I'm super torn. I'm going to go Daniel Day-Lewis. All right, I'm going to go Gary. Because I'm super torn between Gary Oldman and Daniel Day-Lewis. But I'm going Gary Oldman because he's in my favorite episode of Friends. (laughs) That's why? Yeah, that's why. I mean, his portrayal of Winston Churchill, I mean, I think if it was any other Oscar pull, I would probably go Gary Oldman. But for the sake of our champs and queso Oscar pool... I'm going Winston Daniel Day-Lewis. So here's the other reason I'm going with Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. Because our pug Lilbit, when we first got him, we really wanted to rename him Winston Churchill because he's got, like, really big jowls. Yeah. It didn't stick, but every once in a while we still call him Winston. So I'm going with Gary Oldman, A, because he's in one of my favorite episodes of Friends, and B, because I want to name my pug Winston Churchill. And he was married to Uma Thurman for, like, a hot second? And he was married to Uma Thurman. Like a hot second. So he's clearly going to win. There we go. Okay. Okay, Um, so actress in the leading role, we have Sally Hawkins for The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Robbie and I, Tanya, another movie I was kind of really wanted to see real bad. Mm -hmm. Sasha Ronan from Lady Bird. I'm probably not pronouncing her name. There's a lot of vowels in there. And Meryl Streep from The Post. Mm, Tough, because Meryl is Meryl. Oh, it's so hard. Meryl is Meryl, but I think I am a friend. I'm going to go Frances. Oh, that's a good call. Oh, I don't know how to go against Meryl Streep. You can't. Go Meryl. But there's a little part of me that's like kind of thinking, well, I haven't seen The Shape of Water, Water. so I can't. I probably shouldn't. I'm going to go Meryl Streep. All right, I'm going Francis. I am going Meryl Streep. I mean, are you sure we don't want to do supporting since we got Mary J. Blige nominated as the actress in a supporting role? What? (laughs) What is she in? She was in this movie, Mudbound. Actually, there's a really great list in supporting. This is a tough category. All right, let's hear it. It's, so this is actress in a supporting role. It's Mary J. Blige in Mudbound, Allison Janney in I, Tanya, uh-huh. Leslie Manville in Phantom Thread, Lori Metcalf in Lady Bird oh, right. from Roseanne, mm-hmm. and Octavia Spencer in The Shape of Water. Like, that's I'm going a tough Lori Laurie Metcalf. Everybody loves a comeback. I mean, I think that's a... I think that's a solid... I'm going to go Allison Janney and I, Tanya. Also good. I'm going Laurie because everyone loves a comeback and Roseanne's about to start again. Or just did start again, actually. Oh, yeah. Did it start? Yeah, it just started this last week. Oh. I mean, that's not why she's going to win, but that's how I base things on my random <laughs> side watch. It's solid. All right, solid. well, let's do actor in a supporting role real quick. Okay. Okay, so we have Willem Dafoe in The Florida Project. Uh, Woody Harrelson, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Richard okay. Jenkins in The Shape of Water. He's been in a ton of movies. Um, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World. Mm. And Sam Rockwell, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Mm. All right, I'm torn. I would say Sam Rockwell because that's my husband's favorite actor. Mm. But he's I'm so going to go Christopher Plummer only because he stepped in and replaced 
Kevin Spacey. Oh, that's right. And so that's kind of a big weight to carry. So I'm going yeah, to... Yeah, that's a good call. I'm going to go Willem Dafoe. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Even though... I'm going to me that really wants Sam Rockwell. Like, Sam Rockwell Because I just is... love him so much. But who are you going? Who's your... I'm going with Willem Dafoe. Final answer. All right. I'm, um... My final answer is plumber because hashtag me too. <laughs> and quickly on that note... So you said something about Jennifer Lawrence, speaking of hashtag me too. Well, so there's a story that came out, and this was on Fox News, y'all, so take it for what it's worth. <laughs> it's all fake news these it's days. It's but anyway, there's this whole story about how Jennifer Lawrence may not talk to Ryan Seacrest on the Oscars red carpet. So, I mean, I don't know if you've read any of the accusations around Ryan Seacrest. Wait, he has accusations? Yes. What? What are his? That uh, a former stylist has come out and said that... Female or male? Female. Okay. Well, <laughs> that, yeah, that's a good... Yeah, good point. Has come out uh, and said that she... That he assaulted her in numerous ways. So you can Google all that. Huh. So be that as it may, he huh. is hosting the E! Red Carpet as he always does. And so I think there was just a lot of rumors swirling around there. Like, would they pull him or would they keep him on there? Like, given what this is, but he denies these allegations and he denied them when he was accused of them huh. a number of years ago. So it's kind of like, this has been kind of dredged up again. And right. So not to, you know, belittle those accusations. If they are true, that's absolutely awful. But, but, um, so just keep but Jennifer Lawrence, so But Jennifer Lawrence's comment, and this was, I, it looks like it was on the Howard Stern show, was that she just felt like they used to be mean, that they were really always mean on Fashion Police. And so right. really her onus for maybe not talking to him was if it was going to end up on Fashion Police, like she doesn't like how they're, you know, really not very nice towards people. I don't even think Fashion Police exists anymore. I think they, like killed them so but he's been cleared of these wrongdoings by an e-investigation apparently and so i guess we'll see if he does the red carpet or not well i'm sure and maybe will. she'll just walk right on by i don't i don't know maybe so look out for jennifer lawrence's reaction we know let's just we know out. ryan Seacrest will be there because he's got 97 jobs and he's not about to lose any of them right so i think we'll be fine but honestly just look at jennifer lawrence for what she's wearing because she always looks Amazing. She's amazing. I'm excited. So, okay, are we spending Sunday and Monday night together? I mean, we might need to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm more concerned about Monday night. <laughs> like, Bachelor is my Oscars. But this is true. The Bachelor finale is your Oscars. But I do, I would like to sit with you during the red carpet yeah. and ask, just to hear you yeah, take maybe Yeah, we'll, uh, and maybe we'll Facebook Live or something fun yes. during um, red carpet time. I love that. I do tend to watch, I do actually tend to watch E! red carpet coverage over anybody else's um all right so so much tv i hope you all enjoyed our uh, bantering around well, <laughs> some did. of our favorite things because this has been a fun one i love it okay so let us know your thoughts bachelor's on tonight let us know all your thoughts anything you have to contribute let us know what you thought about the oscars we'll find out if we were right I mean, or we wrong. made facebook live two days in a row i mean we well, may need a facebook live during uh the bachelor finale too give the people what they want by we're the people give you what you want by the people i mean us <laughs> cheers anytime cheers and may your glasses always be full of champagne and queso